It's time for another episode of Bangers and Trash, your podcast for all things fantasy football. Welcome to the Bangers and Trash podcast, and thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Luke Chiu, and our special guest today, I'd like to Tony himself, the angry professor, Pete, that man, mate, and the weatherman, Dr. Cello, is currently eating ice cream at the beach, so we will be later. In this episode, we're walking our way through the bus this upcoming year, and just for any listeners, we're not about Uber. Um, and to start us off with <laughs> quarterback bus for next year, that you think. Okay, so I'm going to bring up a name, so... I- Justin Herbert, I'm going to throw it out there now. So I think he is a bit of a regression candidate, really. Um, and I, I, I don't know, I'm not sh- too convinced about his weapons, um, to be honest, which is another, which is a reason why I'm bringing him up here. So he's obviously got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Um, Eckler is obviously a threat out of the backfield. But he, he doesn't, it, it doesn't feel like it's a, a team that's going to continuously score um, high points. I think their their defense gets a lot better this year. I think their O line gets a lot better this year, so they might run the ball a bit more. Um, obviously, if their defense is better, they'll be up in games, and, and maybe they will run it. Eckler spent most of the year out last year, so I don't think they trusted the running back. Um, a lot of pieces fell his way last year. Um, is the way I'm thinking about here, but I'm thinking he might um, be a bit of a regression candidate. So, um, bust. Is a big word, but uh, where he's getting taken in drafts in relation right. to other other QBs, I'm going to might say he's a bust. Yeah, he's in the ADP is 76. Player before him at 71 is Russell Wilson. The player after him is at 100. Would you be sitting on Herbert and waiting for Herbert then? Yeah, that's a good that's that's a good way to think about it. So I think I think he's close. Hurts, I really like Hurts' rushing upside. So I, in terms of fantasy points, um, I see Herbert closer to Hurts than someone like Wilson or especially Dak. He's he's too close to Dak and Lamar uh, in ADP. Uh, he's squinting. Yeah, like, or angry. No. <laughs> I, I don't agree. I don't see it. I don't understand why he had a good year, but that is because he's a talented player. And I know he said a lot of pieces fell into place, but those pieces are still there, and I think they've got better. I mean, Eckler is not a traditional back. His upside is he catches the ball a lot. I, I see that as one more weapon in the, in the backfield for him, which also opens it up for him to maybe use his leg as well. So. Maybe I didn't not. see much. I didn't see much. Of, he, 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 so Herbert oh, last year, he scored five rushing touchdowns with his legs last year. Do you think that's going to happen again? I think it's quite possible. With now he's got running backs on the field instead of um, Pat Rob Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, he's not. I, in my opinion, he's not going. to... Well, in my opinion, he's not going to run for not. five touchdowns. He doesn't feel like a rushing. He did that because they were, sh- you know, really okay. shite at the goal line. Uh, I think they, you know, they'll 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 throw they'll they'll score. The, oh, go on. You're going to say he's a regression candidate. I could hmm. probably agree with that. Whether he's going to be a bust, I think that's the next level from regression to bust. I don't think he's going to reach the bust category. I think he's still going to fall in roughly where he is in the rankings as the 
to be in redraft. So I think even if you pick him where we had him, I can't remember the exact position you said, I still think he'll finish roughly that place ahead of Jalen Hurts. So he is QB8 off board in the QBs. Yeah, I, I, I actually think he's going a bit higher than that, um, personally. I think he's jumped Rogers, especially with the uncertainty with Rogers. And he's people will take Herbert over Wilson. Yeah. Uh, you know, because even in redraft, they, they kind of want to go a bit younger for some reason, you know. They, and obviously, he performed last year. So I, I would take once Rogers settled down and, and wherever he goes, Rogers is going to outscore him, I think, still. Um, especially the Broncos. If it's the Broncos or Packers, Rogers is still outscore Herbert, in my opinion. And Wilson, I, I think that the hate on Wilson's gone a bit too far. And I like his weapons a little bit more. They all got speed. So, um, yeah, Keenan Allen's obviously. So his, his touchdown to interception ratio last year, Herbert was 31 to, to 10. Um, yeah, I just think a lot, like I said, a lot went for him last year. And I just feel like that's going to go to the norm. And actually, he was only, he was QB9 last year. Everyone thinks he was amazing. Yeah. He's QB9. So he's getting drafted at his ceiling already. That's it's, another red flag for me. Brought up the Russian, they're estimating or they're predicting that he's only going to rush six times now to get three touchdowns. Um, so most of his points get him up so high, they're estimating that he's going to be throwing over six hundred a camp next year. Um, uh, yeah, he hasn't got the weapons for that. Yeah, that's to carry those. Unless Julio Jones, you know, there's a bit of rumor there. That'd be nice for him, but. Yeah, maybe a bust is a strong word, but I, I don't think I think he's had his ceiling last year. I think he's a quarterback. Like he's a worrying, like the gambler type thing. If he dropped, let's say somebody picked it, would you be going Tom Brady or Joe Burrow over him? After it. Yes, come here, Antonio. Well, this is this is the thing. Just going back to what we said, I just yeah, I think bust is too far because if you draft him in the top twelve. I think he's i.e. your main QB in a 12 man league in redraft. I think he's gonna finish in the top twelve. So for bust for me, you'd have to fall thirteen or lower. So where you don't get I think I'd take Brady and Burrow over him. I would. I think. Where I agree is you can probably get value and wait on hurts, go down and get better value. That's a slightly different question. So I'll just draw the line at bust, but I'm not disagreeing with much of what Antonio said. Okay. Okay. Um, what do you think is going to happen? I'm going to chuck a name out there. What do you think is going to happen with Lamar Jackson? We had a, a dip after being on the NFL cover last year. Do you reckon he's going to be this year? Or no, I think he's safe. He's, I, he's, I tell you, Lamar Jackson's got more chance to finish QB1 than QB6. Okay, he's QB like so, so, yeah, he, he's... he's uh, undervalued player this year I think especially with what they're building around him and if Cincinnati get a bit better in the division Steelers they'll, they'll they will be a running team but you know I, Lamar Jackson's safe and yeah. I think he's closer to keeping oh, one some people might be a bit worried about how he okay uh, anyone else want to talk about any bus that could be there quarterbacks yeah come on uh, Ryan Tannehill is going high again. It's hard to talk about quarterbacks in a one quarterback league. You know, you're either going to the top, which is Mahomes, Allen, Kyler Murray, 
um, which I don't think any of those are busts. Or Lamar Jackson and Dak Prescott. I think our top five is safe. Um, that's why I chose Herbert to talk about because he's in the next tier down. He's very yeah. close to that top tier. If you go down another tier, um, Tannehill probably. Go on. I say I don't think when you go outside the top twelve, I don't think these are boys. Yeah. Us. But I agree. You've got a round. You mentioned the, the round, so you got Rogers, Wilson, Herbert. So they're the three we talked about. Yeah. I think Rogers. I don't think will be a best. I mean, there's a lot of hate of him, but he's not going back to the Packers. Yes. So if he sits out, you're not. If he sits out, you're not drafting him. So there's no question there. And if he goes to another team, he is going to ball. There is no debate. I mean, yeah. they go. They all go for the Super Bowl, so he'll be a target, hundred percent. So I don't think he can be a bust. Russell Wilson's the only other name there that I am probably a bit more concerned about than Antonio is. I don't think the team's improved drastically. I don't think he was. As good as the perception was last year of him. Terrific at the beginning. I think it was a bit of a mirage around this. He was terrific because he had to be because the team wasn't great. And I don't think a lot's changed. I don't think he, he couldn't keep up the pace last year and he's not going to keep it up this year. Um, mm. Relying on Chris Carson that's, and DK Metcalf to put it off every week what you've got, I don't think it's enough. And I don't think Russell's particularly happy. I would be happy as him as my QB1 in redraft, especially at the value there. I think he could be a bust, and I would probably wait for the next couple down. I think Jalen Hurts is too high, but everyone's going to be mad over Jalen Hurts, and having him in the top 12 as a starting QB is. I think a big risk next so, as well. I mean, all this is telling us really is the top the top five or six to say, and then you're waiting. You're either reaching, not reaching, but you're either grabbing one of those at value at the top, and that, then that. there's a there's a yeah, and there's a gap. You might as well wait until literally the, your last pick to get a quarterback and get someone a... like Daniel Jones or anyone like that at the end of the draft who's got weapons, um, who might provide a bit of you know weekly scoring, the same as someone like Russell Wilson. From 7 to 10 or 11, you're drafting a value, which means there's always a massive risk of bust, being a bust. Yeah. Yeah. There's very little upside with those boys. If Tyler was here, we'd be saying Winston. <laughs> I'm sure he well, would. Why, why not? He, he could be. Oh. <laughs> We're not doing this again. No. <laughs> We're, not doing a win- We're not doing a taste of how Winston. <laughs> wow. Great, great, uh, right, let's go on to running back then, boys. Who's your running back for? Uh, I'll just go through the ADP. If you, no, go on. Run it <laughs> go on. Do one to do. Jonathan Taylor is is going to be a bust. Oh, ADP eight. Oh my god. My god. He's turning into Pietro. He Look is going to be a bust. What is happening here? Why? Why? What? Tell us, tell the listeners what you don't know about. I'm I'm worried. I was worried as soon as they re-signed Marlon back. I was worried. Um, so JT, obviously, towards the end of the year, fantastic end of the run. His schedule opened that mind. So he played Houston, Las Vegas, Houston, Jacksonville. Um, and that's where he put up his most points. I think they're probably the worst two, three, two or three teams against the run. Um, obviously, before that, before that, he, uh, Naheem Hines kept his running 
is kind of passing down his role, which I think he will keep. Are we all in agreement with that? Or Hines will be on the field for any four-minute offense. And if, say, the Colts get the ball with 150 left uh, with two timeouts, they're going to just keep Hines on the field the whole time. So JT loses that two-minute offense, in my opinion. And now they brought Marlon back back. So um, they had a good chance. They had, I mean, they had no, they had no alliance really or allegiance to bring Marlon Mack back as soon as he got to this off, uh, this off season. His injury, obviously, everyone just assumed he was going to be a uh, a free agent. He wasn't even on the, in the contract, and they brought him back. And I just don't know why, unless they can give him work. Jordan Wilkins is going to be there, and he's the cheap option. So they're going in with four running backs, and last year they had three. So it's just an added name. I have no idea why they brought him back or unless they're going to share a little bit of workload. So you've got that. And then you've got Philip Rivers leaving and Taylor's passing down work last year. So we say Hines got the passing work. What I mean by that, obviously, is the hurry-up offense. Hines doesn't leave the field um, when they're in the hurry-up offense. But Taylor's still caught. You know, he was catching them all. His catch rate was incredible last year. Um, but he had 36 out of 39 receptions uh, target. I think that's a 39 target goes down without Philip Rivers. I don't think Carson Wentz dumps it off as much. So, I mean, there's two there's two or three reasons there. Um, and he's getting drafted at his ceiling. So he was RB6 last year. And he's going RB7 now, or 7, 8, 8 again. And then the names above him, I just don't know how he's going to get. I don't know how he's going to jump the names above him. So for that reason, he's the best in that, in that region. I'm going to have to do the same again. <laughs> I disagree with the word best, but I don't hate all of the logic because the reason you're drafting him in your top 12 is your RB1, his volume, and perceived perception of being a three-down back. He, he still is that in essence, and he's still going to get massive volume. So I don't think he can go too far wrong. I agree with the fact that he drafted at his peak value. I don't think he's going to fall outside the top 12. So if you draft him as your RB1, you'll still get an RB1. So I don't know if I can ever consider him a bust, really. I massive volume. Ma- massive volume. volume. What do you mean? Then, well, I-, I think they'll play the same as they did towards the end of last year, where you said they, they'll have Hines on the field. I agree with that, but if you watch them play, they also have JT on the field at the same time. They play with both in the backfield, and they utilise both quite cleverly, actually. I don't know if that's going to change too much under Wentz. So I still think they'll use both. I don't think Matt is much of a threat as you kind of build him up to be, because he didn't cost them much to bring back. I think it was... Was a second round compensatory pick and not a high value wage just to keep him on. And he's a fan favourite. I think that was just more of a a crowd pleaser to keep him on without very little risk of letting him go. I don't think he's going to be heavily involved unless they want to spell JT slightly because he is a rookie and they do kind of tend to worry about giving him a lot of carries. It's the only risk I can see. I I wouldn't be terribly worried if it was my RB1 with that one. I think you'll finish top twelve. Yeah. Oh, okay. But if you're taking him, I mean, if you 
taking him first round. I, I've seen draftways going above Barkley and Kamara and Chubb, even. Yeah, that's a mistake, but it doesn't make him a bust, does it? If you're drafting, I would, I would, I would put him in that. I would put him in a bust category if I if I was taking him over those names. Yeah, I think there's bigger names. But the other thing is, don't let's not forget. Halfway through last year, he was he was getting dropped in new draft leagues. Okay. Halfway picking up Wilkins, doesn't he? Do you know what I mean? So I've um, seen I've seen three or four games against Houston, Jacksonville, and Las Vegas Raiders. I need to see well, more. Let me put this question to you then. Your pick number eight in the redraft, JT's on the board, Tyreek Hill's on the board. Are you skipping on JT and going for Tyreek? I am. Definitely this year, I am. It's all about strategy. If you want an RB from your first round pick because you're worried you won't get one on the way back, then you do it. But like I said, you can't really go wrong with Tyreek Hill. That's the difference. Tyreek Hill will not go wrong ever. There's no chance. But with JT, you've always got the chance. As I said, you won't you won't get your value back. Yes, like you might get a couple picks lower, or even at the bottom of the rounds. So that's the only difference. You won't regret it that much at the end of the year. Put it that way. Uh, Matt, what are you doing? Oh, with those, yeah, I'm taking. Are you going straight for Adam? Yeah. Uh, Adam's that's a good question, room. though. That's a good question because that's the pivot. Mm-hmm. But eight, eight, eight is the pivot, though. But I think JT will be off the ball before that. I think people will just. Yeah. Yeah, I think they will take him, as we said earlier, some of those other players which. Uh, the, people, from last year. the people who play Dynasty, the ones you've got to watch out for because they get names stuck in their heads and you, yeah. you see what happens. They, they overshoot these boys. Yeah, it's hard to adjust when you're doing drafts all the time. You do dynasty switch to redraft. Sometimes the brain doesn't follow through, which is why I've got, I think, another couple of names. You'll have to tell me if they are too low cool. down. But I'm not going to say they're bus, but I'd be worried about drafting them where they are. Dobbins and Swift. I know we got to bring them up because I think the hype is put them right at peak value for them, and there's names around them. You can probably get more consistency out of. For example, below them, you've got Chris Carson. So I would happily wait on someone like Chris Carson, who is solid RB1 numbers when you need him to be, Riley stays on the field for a run heavy team, rather than worry about potentially Swift in his only a second year with people around him, or Dobbins, who is on a run heavy team, yes, but he doesn't have Lamar Jackson. Yet. Lamar Jackson next, right? So I think there's better value around there. So I'd be worried about picking them more than J2. Interesting. Yeah, no, I, I agree. With, I agree with those two. I don't. I. I would. I would. The only thing with those two, I wouldn't call. I wouldn't call them bust because where? So where are they going? So J, you can't bust. Like, you cannot bust. The reason why JT is a bust, in my opinion, they, he's going so high. Whereas the others are, are they ranked three? I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm okay with those two names you said they're ranked three. Pietro. I think they're ranked two. If they're in ranked two, then yeah. I, my worry is the people, as I just said, down with Dynasty over Redraft, because there's such a hype behind them, they'll be going in round two, which I think is a mistake. Okay. But I think I don't think they'll be there if we come to round three. I don't think those names will be on the board. 
with maybe not a bust, but if you draft them there, they have to be your RB one or two, and I think they could fall below that in your team. You'd want to, I think, you need a safer option. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I like I like Carson. I like Montgomery, as uh, and and Najee Harris actually. There's names around those other names that you said, yeah. so I don't mind those. Boys, I've got some breaking news. Cello's <gasps> ice cream. Cello, what's the ice cream like? Fantastic. I had the packed up, but it started raining, so uh, I'm here now. You knew it was oh, I knew. So, Chell, I don't know if you've been listening to the show so far. Have you been absolutely fuming with all the boys have been saying? Oh, there's a lot to digest. Um, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I, I won't backtrack through it all. I won't backtrack through it all. I'll, I'll keep it on the running back subject. I had a list of three players, yeah. Antonio's named one. My brother's named one. So it leaves me with one player, and that's uh, Josh Jacobs. Uh, he's, oh, no. still going, <laughs> he's still going in the third round, around the same area as Miles Sanders and, and uh, CEH. And I wouldn't put Josh Jacobs any higher than a flex play. So at 21 which is his ECR at the minute. That's obviously an RB2, bottom end RB2. I would have him as a bottom end volume flex play. Ah, you're in Why? I'm so glad you're here, Chow. That's so ridiculous. Why <laughs> You just bring me, just, just coming in so explosive, I love it. I want to ask him. I want to. I want to ask Chow. Which what was the name? Which was the name that Chow? Uh, so Pedro brought two names up. Which one did you have? A Swift, I believe he says Swift. Okay, yeah. A Swift is he's just he's just too easy now with with the girly news and all the other things going on. They yeah, look exactly. like they've wrapped him in cotton wool and they don't want to yeah. play in this year, so uh, I, I'll leave him alone. Uh, and yeah, I, I agreed with JT as well. Ian, in terms of where he's getting drafted in his ECR, which is at five minutes, yeah, is at five. That's so definitely. High. Potential that is that's way too high above Nick Chubb, above Zeke, above Amara in some, in some spots. I mean, it's just a recipe for disaster that, at that height. So, he's eight, um, so consensus, Charles. So I think you're looking at one that's slightly ECR, higher. ECR, it, well, it doesn't matter because it's if he's around there, he's going to go some drafts is going to go over those names, which I think yeah. is a mistake. So, you know, it, it's just in the ballpark. Z- him over Jonathan Taylor over Zeke in a redraft makes no sense to me. Um, but anyway, yeah, so your shout was Jacob, that's ridiculous. Josh Jacobs, <laughs> Josh yeah. Jacobs. But his, I mean, the, the thing with Jacobs is he's fallen enough to be a value pick, yeah, rank three. Yeah, no way he's going rank three. They, he's going rank on three. sleeper, on sleeper, his ADP is 43. That's that's actually. I, I watched the twelve man mock draft, and he went rank three. But I, I, obviously, it's a small sample again. But he's going in a similar range to Sanders, and a similar right. range to CH. Yeah. That sort you, of area. Yeah, I'll give you the names where he is. I think he's exactly where he should be. So you've got Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders, Miles Gaskin, Mike Davis. They're the four on this ATP here. He is exactly where he should be. I'm not sure Mike Davis was in that bracket when, uh, when I last looked. But I, Josh Jacobs 20. In terms of all the other names you mentioned, I take every single one of them of Josh Jacobs. Yeah, there's a lot of things going against Jacobs. 
the addition of uh, um, Drake, uh, Kenya Drake, sorry, uh, for big money. One, the schedule, horrendous. What did Drake do last year for everyone around him to make you so scared that he's Drake? Two hundred eighty carries and I hear, the, I hear the reason, sorry, why you're so scared of Drake. I want to know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm maybe line up as a wide receiver. Two hundred and fifty carries. Yeah, what and a back end RB1. It didn't cross That's the line. That's what scares me off. What? The album as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, is, the money, is the, no, the money they paid him is a little bit worrying. That's it. My opinion. They gave him quite a lot of money. It's um, not like the Raiders the waste time. Yeah. Oh, I, didn't even yeah. Mention, I didn't even mention the O-line is decimated as well. That's just another thing to add on to the, uh, onto, the, onto the puzzle. That's the four. Anymore? <laughs> well, Mike, my, my, you didn't mention my biggest concern with Jacob was his target share last year. Um, yeah, it, it jumped up. So. It, it did jump up. It, it jumped up, but not to the level that Bruton was saying. The only thing with Jacob is that he did finish RB8 last year and they, everyone was disappointed with him. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, RB8. Is, is Drake going to get more work than Devonta Booker last year? Because Booker had a lot of work and Jacob still finished RB8. I'm not. I'm not happy with that. That sort of comparison. I mean, David Montgomery finished what well, four last year, and he's going in the same sort of range. So I don't. I don't think you can really consider that. Would you be happy with Josh Jacobs as your RB two, your second oh, running yeah. team? Would you be yeah, happy I, with that? I think I would be. I think you're looking too negative. You're not seeing the upside. Yeah, you could get an RB one at for price. Is... I'd, hap- I'd happily take Ben oh. Drake in the 12th than take Josh Jacobs in the 3rd. Oh. Ah. Oh, I hope I'm after you, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> you You're doing so well, Chow. <laughs> <laughs> Would you not? I love the shadow so much, Chow. No. I wouldn't take that. Uh, I wouldn't. Jacobs the third. Okay. Full stop. You may not like Teddy Drake, but my point <laughs> is, I, I, the value is not there in the third. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't think third round pick Jacobs. But he's ADP forty three. I don't think he is a third round pick. I think he's dropped. Okay, that's a mid fourth then, or a very early early fourth. Okay, fine. I'm talking more of a strength pick. Zero RB flex play. That's- yeah. Yeah, I mean, if I started my draft with two wide receivers and then I came back with Carson and Jacob, I'd be over the moon. Yeah. So if I went, if I went Hill, if I went Hill, uh, Michael Thomas, I don't know, someone else. Maybe not Michael Thomas. <laughs> Hill and Diggs. Hill and Diggs, yeah. Hill, Diggs, Carson and Jacobs. Well, it'd be another ring for the, the, for the mantelpiece, wouldn't it? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Shallow with Kenyon Drake going, oh, I've got a steal in the twelfth. Kenyon Drake in the fifth over, over <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Let me just check another name in. One more running back. Oh, Raheem, yeah. Raheem, Raheem is going to climb because of the Josh and uh, the Jeff Wilson. Yeah. Um, and I just think he he's going to climb to a point where he's going to be a bust. That's what I'm going to say. Early days. So he's going to he's. He is going to climb the likes of Kareem Hunt, Melvin Gordon, Miles Gaskin, Chase Edmonds. I guarantee he will be drafted. Travis Etienne, 
all those names are going to climb now because of the Wilson news. And Shanahan will not give him, well, I, you just won't get enough work to be, he'll rotate them, he'll get injured or something, although we don't talk about those injuries. Um, he's going to climb to a point where he's a bust. I think that's my prediction for the off-season now. I've seen that in to Wilson. We've seen it all before. You know what he'll do. Everyone's clamoring for him to start and Shanahan will just go, there's this lovely guy on the practice squad. Let's bring him in. Do him yeah. all the cash. Got a band on. There'll be someone new next year. <laughs> okay. Um, boys, let's go on to wide receivers. Who are we thinking that you bust? So many good names. It's, uh... yeah. I know. Why does Steve's is tough? Shallow's going to see something out. I got, I got one. I got a stand out one. So, yeah. My stand out. He may not be the highest graphic, but Kenny G is, is my top pick for a bus. He's, he's going fourth round. He's a back end, middle round, WR2 sort of range receiver. And I just, I just can't see him. Getting enough volume for him to be that uh, WR2 next year. With Dan Jones, he hasn't shown that he can service even one wide receiver, never mind four, and take one back. So I, I think that's, that's just way, way, way too rich in the fourth round. I don't think he's going, I don't think he's going fourth. He's not going fourth round. He is. He is. He is. He is. He is. 44 is mid. Round. No, it's not. It's not. He's mid. No, it's not. Fourth 44th is, is middle of fifth. Because zero to ten is round one. Ten it's to 20 literally is the middle pick in the fourth rank. No, it's not. Literally the middle pick. It's the eighth pick in the fourth rank. I don't think it is. I don't think, I disagree with that. Yeah, he's right. It's the fifth, it's the fifth rank. Four times twelve. Yeah. Are we really have a pick past my math? Four times ten. Oh, whatever. <laughs> He's picked 42. Four times 12 is 48. <laughs> this is why is we picked 42. The count of that sounds high. Who just told you? Who just told you what pick you was? Yeah. That sounds high. Um, well, anyway. He's not going the in the fourth rank. He's not going in. I'd, I'd, I'd be amazed if he goes and gets selected He's in the fourth rank. He's going similar range to Amari Cooper, uh, Chris Baldwin, that sort of, you know, caliber receiver. And he doesn't belong there. Does it? But I, there must be something wrong with this because I spotted a name that shouldn't be any here. I can only go on what's in front of me. Yeah. No, and that's you... out. But, Chum, yeah. I'm pretty sure you've just gone on my dynasty team and just told all my players. <laughs> oh, so I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Who else you got? Energy, I love. <laughs> who's your next pick, Luke? Oh, I know. <laughs> uh, Pete, who's the player you, you spotted? Tell me I, I scrolled up this list, but I think it's a typo because the 19th receiver is Tyler Lock. And what, you'll have to tell me the range that puts in. Someone check his ADP because this can't be right. I don't think, I don't think it is. Tyler Lockett about Lockett my, is 59. He is 19 on this list I have, which puts him above Mike Evans and Deontay Johnson. And DJ Moore at 22. And he was WR8 yesterday, uh, last year. Yeah. No, he had one good game 
I want the average of all his other games, please, excluding the 40-point game. Take it yeah. out. I want the average. I, I, I agree with that. He is, he's going as the like an end, back end of Brad to again. Just not he's, similar to Galladay, just after Galladay, but yeah, a similar sort of range. And yeah, all his points came in one game last year. Can, the, yeah, the volatility is... Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Lockett will... Lockett's a tough one. Because basically... He is. It, he's going to... There is an argument where, it, where he is Russell Wilson's first stop still. Isn't it? Has Metcalf really done enough to cement like a first look for Wilson? I mean, I saw yeah. games last year. Was it the Arizona game? Yeah, but like 50 targets. That was the game. That was, was the game. But unbelievable. And he, he didn't look anywhere else. I think Metcalf had Patrick Peterson on him, but uh, it doesn't matter. You'll find a player for a game, like he did with Will Disley, where he fell in love with him six weeks. He just kept throwing in the ball, and then it disappeared. Or Jacob Hollister for another six weeks, and then it goes. Metcalf will always be there, but I think Russell. Uh, block it. You've got to rely on that home run. Yeah, you can't do that over a seventeen-game season. Like in your redraft league, as your WR two. That's just too risky for me. Too rich. Hmm. So are you saying then, boys, that block it going to have less target? Target. I think it'll have less points than he had last year. How's that? Left yard to carry an yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care how he gets his points. I think he'll have less next year. Yeah, he'll he'll come from the touchdown. I think I, I, ten touchdowns. I think is a is a bit much, bit much for him. For the yeah. sort of player he is. Yeah, they've signed Gerald Everett at tight end, so you you'll uh, steal some of those red zone targets. Russell loves his tight end. Should help. Bring points away from the receivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I, 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 yeah, he's probably a bust because they, they probably want to run the ball a bit more. I, I like the Kenny Galladay bust. I think that's a good one. My one then, Mike Evans would be my best, I think. Put another name in there because there's wide receivers to talk about. I, I just think he's a much, I think Mike Evans is a, he's a much better real life player, really. And fantasy, um, he's got no yard after the catch ability. Like literally, the worst wide receiver I've ever seen yard after the catch. Uh, he just falls down. I've never, can you ever, have you ever seen Mike Evans catch it on the the fifty and take it in? So already his ceiling's limited. Um, he's very touchdown. He's very touchdown dependent. Uh, he he will help. Basically, he'll help his team win. So on the field, he's great. But you know, he shares his targets with so many players. AB coming back, um, Brady loves to spread the ball around. I just think he's too inconsistent, really, to be a to be kind of like a uh, you know a top. Where's he going? Top three, third round, no chance. Nine, yeah. No, not for me. He's the best. Yeah. Yeah, he's gone down ever since 2015. Uh, 2016, like hard like a downward slope really from there but his touchdowns have gone up like you said if you've got the stats Luke bring yeah. up touchdowns from last year and Indeed. this is why I disagree as soon as Tom Brady re-signed then I got full confidence in Mike Evans 
Yeah. Oh, we've talked about this. We have talked about this. You're banking on the touchdowns. That's what you're 100% saying. 100% all yeah. the way. As my W ad, I'd be confident with that. Yeah, but he's not. Hang on. Why just, he's going in the third round. So. That would make not, it all right, okay, yeah. I mean, I'm not. If you're going to go that way, route, but I. I what would you have? The WR1. And so, would you, Mike Ivins on the board, and you've got Julio Jones, or you've got Robert Woods? If Julio Jones stays at Atlanta, there's not even not even a question. So get him off the way, anyway, the way straight away. What was the next one? They're below, and Robert Woods, he's below. No, I would uh, Evans. Godwin. God, the easiest thing is Godwin, and I, I mean, you, you, I would take Godwin over Evans, definitely. Julio Jones, definitely. Um, Robert Woods has never finished outside of. I saw a stat the other day. I couldn't believe it. Woods in in half point PBR has the last three years has been thirteen, fourteen, eleven. So he's beaten Evans every year. The last three years he's beaten Mike Evans. He's number two rushing as a receiver. So, <laughs> yeah, but that's when Goff can throw it 10 yards down the field. I think things might change. They were going horizontal last year. They had no Brandon Cooks to, to challenge any team vertically. Every team knew the Rams were going to just go sideways, throw it sideways or do jet sweeps. Now they got Deshaun Jackson to run that kind of Brandon. I'm not saying he's going to catch... They will. They they'll have to back off a little bit the defense, and they got Stafford over Goff. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm talking myself into Woods over Evans. I think okay. I am. I would take Woods over Evans. Cooper yes, definitely. Amari Cooper. I, I I agree with you. The, the question I would ask is: would, would you be happy with Mike Evans as your number one receiver? Because there's a good chance he would end up being your first receiver off the board. Yeah, that's so what I was thinking. Would about you be happy with him being your WR one? Week in, week out. I, I think the answer should be no there, but I've already answered. I, 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 so Pietro was saying yes, I'm saying no. I, I would, I would much rather put Mario Cooper. In. I'm saying no. I said he's my favorite WR two candidate. Two, yeah. Okay, he's he have to go early on a receiver there, but as a What's one, the, you would be happy. I'm failing to understand this. If I'm in the third round, like I one pick third round. So round one, I go receiver or running back. Round two, I go receiver or running back. And round three, I go receiver or running back. So what's the problem here? Nah, you'd have three tight ends by then. He's like <laughs> WR2 by that point, isn't he? I mean, and, this is all banking on Brady doing the same thing again. Hundred as well. But I, I wouldn't like to live after banking off that thing. We give me games yeah. from my oh, yeah, WR1. Right. I, I, I don't like banking on that. I, he's got I, no he, he's he's got targets, no... his perceptions, consistent yards. Yeah, I agree. And yards after the catch. He doesn't choose anything on his own. Mm. So unless the ball's no. there, then the field, then... I'm then... disagreeing with none of this yeah. at all. I just still think he's going to do what he did last year in terms of touchdowns. As long as he does that, then he keeps his value. After that, okay. I don't, I don't want to know anything about it. <laughs> You'll be gone. Can I chuck another name out there that I've just seen? That yeah. I think concerning? No. no. Yeah. I, I, I have a question as well after this. 18, <laughs> he's 18th in a list of wide receivers. So just after Chris Godwin, I've got, is Jamar Chase. Now, he's the one with the skinny leg. I like Jamar Chase. 
I'm worried that this is kind of people hoping he has a Justin Jefferson type season and they're all on the hype train in redraft. Draft the rookie that high would concern me. Maybe something that I'd be worried about if he was my WR1. Oh. It's around there, you look, you are looking at WR1, receiver, I suppose. You'll have to tell him while he is in the, the overall rankings, but he could be WR1. He's, he's not, I mean, you can't yeah. feel comfortable with him being your, your wide receiver one on your team. That's not in question, is it? No, but that's what he is close. Maybe just like he, he could be. I take Adam Thielen, Adam, you take Adam Thielen and DJ more of them if they're going in that range, probably. Yeah. Um, he's right next to Chris Godwin. So is, is ECI well, is 29? I, I was there, it was a bit different between. 18 and 29. I, I take him somewhere in that range. He's a, a, a back end WR2 sort of, sort of player. Yeah. I take him over Kenny, Kenny Golladay. Tell you that. Oh, wow. Yeah, maybe. I, I'm, yeah, maybe. There's more upside there. He's pick, um, wide receiver pick 37 on this ADP. Nice. We've all got different... catch up though. Towards the start of the season, I will catch up. Yeah, this is off the but... He's in the yeah. top. Yeah. So, uh... So they obviously yeah. like Rebecca. Um, <laughs> cool. We're on to tight ends. Well, before we go on to that, boys, let's, a lot of you are saying Kenny Golladay. And so, by the sounds of it, you're really off on Mike Evans. So you got Mike Evans or Ken, Kenny Golladay. Who are you doing? That's it. This so, should be interesting. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I think they're both. I think they're both going way too high. You have to choose one of those. That's got a banana next year. Mike Evans. Oh, I was not expecting that, boys. I was. That's the end yeah. of it. I yeah. thought you were going to say Golladay. He hated Mike Evans. So I'm a bit. Charles, you had a question, didn't you? Oh, I was just going to quickly touch on the Steelers receivers and what, which one out of the three people would choose based on their, their draft rank. So Deontay is going around rank uh, five and then the other two are going around rank seven. What would be your preference if you were going to draft one? We had this debate which one, before. Which one offers the best value? Definitely not Claypool for me. So Claypool and Juju are pretty much going back to back. So Juju would win. So Juju would win that battle because I don't think Ben throw it. And, and I agree 100 percent with that. So Juju or Deontay, two rounds different. I thought um, on this. I, those two rounds are huge, and Juju yeah. last played as a tight end with the end zone upside. So I'd wait the two rounds and go Juju, which I think is good value. Someone got player. many touchdowns as he did last yeah. year. No, I agree. There's a few of these. There's the Debo, Debo and Ayuk one where yeah. Debo's going a full three, four rounds after Ayuk. And I prefer the value pick in Debo than, than going fifth round with uh, with Ayuk. Yeah, but the, 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 so the, let, let me just throw, hang on, wait a minute. Let me just put a spanner because we could say that all the time, can we just take the better, the, you know, you could take the lesser value one, you could say it for everyone. Woods and Cup, uh, right, historically, every year. 
Brian Edwards and Renfro, I don't think you'd have that kind of conversation. With. <laughs> <laughs> but let's just go back to what. <laughs> Um, All right. You have to take some. You have to take someone in those rounds. So yeah, it's great saying, "Oh yeah, I'll skip Deontay, skip two rounds to get Juju." But you got to take someone in the fifth. So, you know, you could. <laughs> you'll end up saying that for everyone, and just like choosing no one in those fifth, sixth, you know, the dead zone, if you like, um, I, and 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 therefore you have to jump on one of them. I agree, but I want to say I actually prefer Juju. I prefer his touchdown upside. I like it on my team. So if they're both going in the sixth, you know, do I don't think they'll ever both go next to each other. That's the problem. I think DeAndre will go higher than he should. I think people yeah. like DeAndre a lot. And so the I draft think... rate is the, is the clincher then, basically, for you. They're, cl- they're close to you, and that's the clincher. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I see the same thing with with Debo and Ayuk, I got them very close, and the, the, the draft value is 100% a clincher. For I'm me. just going to say, this conversation's dangerously close to talking about value over bus. Yeah, yeah well. okay. <laughs> yeah, there's no. I, I Claypool, say, Claypool I might be a bus. You know, and Claypool. They basically were on my list. I didn't want to say it in so many words. So, yeah. I think I'm Claypool might be best. Yeah. Dynasty heads. Like like baseball, but you'll still be doing jet sweeps next year. <laughs> cool. That was a good discussion. Yeah, great discussion, boys. Uh, any anyone want to finish anything off? I thought we were doing tight end. No, we're skipping tight end. Chelo got um too aggressive. Last. I was gonna say Tanyan, name. if you if you want to tight end, Tanyan. <laughs> Tanyan is gonna be a banger. They could all be best. Let's be honest. Yes. I'll add one of the list. Well. Waller, I knew Waller was going. I knew Waller. I won't go to it. No. Um, but yeah, did anyone want anything to talk? No, it's good. I thought it was good. Yes. Um, well, listeners, thanks again for joining us. As always, let us know whether you agree or disagree by tweeting us at Bangladesh Trash Pod. Where can our followers find you, Anto? Uh, FF underscore lights out seven on Twitter. Matt. Uh, Statman May. I've seen Tony very active on Twitter recently. So I have been. I've been, been kicking off. Bit. Yeah, he's kicking very I've, off. He's going to calm down a bit. Yeah, he's going to get yeah. a ban. I've had enough. I've had enough. <laughs> some rubbish. It's not like you to be outspoken, mate. You're usually so quiet. I might do it tonight as well. Keep your eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> And you can tweet Ian Chell on the Bangladesh Trash Pod as well. Uh, thanks for listening to us. Next week, we will have a great discussion. <laughs> <laughs>